Welcome to the Cowboy Hilly Show. This is Cowboy Hilly in coordination with Loghouse News. Um, today is going to be a little bit different. I want to focus on the grand scheme of things instead of the day-to-day articles, uh, as well as, you know, get away from the Trump, get away from the Hillary Clinton, um, and really take a look at uh, some uh, some things that uh, coordinate with one another of some of the problems we're currently having. Um and specifically what I'll be going in and talking about is uh, has to do with my article, which is now on politified.com. That is politified.com. It's titled, The United States International Involvement in Narcotics. Um, and this is, I've, uh, the article's doing really well, and I probed it on social media to see their kind of response. I'd get back to it. And the kind of, uh, I'm getting that, we are actually ready to talk about this. And, you know, I know that, uh, you know, people such as Gary Webb and Rick Ross have come out and really talked about this, uh, our government's involvement in shipping in narcotics and growing them and protecting them. And what's really important about it and that we should get at is that this is how our United States' government actually funds political opposition, such as the Contras in Nicaragua and to some great extent the Taliban in Afghanistan, Um, ISIS, even though it's being funded by oil, you know, that's, it'll be along the same lines, um, but within the same topic, and as well as the south of the border, uh, Mexico, and the drug cartels. And um, this will actually be a series. Uh, this is part one. It'll be in its own playlist uh, on Loghouse News on YouTube. And I don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to go directly into this. There's a lot to cover, and I'll be specific about this. Um, more more so than my other articles. Well, what we first have to get into um, before we talk about the United States funding the Contras is back in the 1980s, the Reagan administration was experiencing um, some hostage crises uh, crises and as well as uh, the Iraq and the Iran war. And what was so significant about it is that uh, Iraq was going after some of the oil fields in Iran's provinces and Israel at the time actually supported Iran because they were getting a lot of their oil from them. And uh, since we ended up sending a, uh, an ambassador, essentially, is what I'm going to call it, uh, to go and meet with Saddam, and uh, we, gave him we-, we gave him weapons and support, uh, even though the Israelis uh, wanted us to support Iran with them. And at the time, we actually had a a, a ban on uh, selling selling Iran uh, weapons, which was difficult because Iran actually their weapon system consisted of uh, United States based in, uh, intelligence. So I, uh, I Israel actually had to reverse engineer our weapons that Iran had to other to supply them with. Uh, new ammunition and parts. 
And uh, so eventually, you know, as this war went on, um, Reagan got into the middle of it, and he, against the wishes of uh, the uh, the it's essentially the Weapons Export Act that prevents um, the the executive branch giving weapons to a uh, a third party outside of the United States weapons without congressional uh, authority. So it is important to note that Reagan actually ended up, um, to the great extent, stealing uh, weapons and shipping them through a third party uh, that was uh, someone of Israeli nationality and sending them to Iran. And Iran paid for them and uh, Reagan, the administration, set up a Swiss bank account for that money that they garnish, uh, got from uh, selling those weapons. And from that money, now this is kind of where it starts getting a little bit hairy, is the Contras in Nicaragua were the right wing that were actually... Uh, a little bit more radical than the left wing, which was the Sandinistas. And um, they were actually more likely to be controlled by the the Reagan administration as well as the United States, which is why we backed them. The CIA helped transfer the money to the Contras, and with that, the Contras were able to get their drug operations running as well as uh, weapons to fight the Sandistas, even though the Sandistas were the ones who were uh, in power. That's one of the important things to, uh, to note. And at the time, the Reagan administration couldn't actually openly support the Contras because of the Boland Amendment, in which it prevented the... Uh, Reagan administration from funding right-winged groups in Central America. So Reagan really went kind of over the top and went, uh, you know, completely third party and bypassed and used the CIA. And that's kind of the controversy is whether the CIA is part of the Boland Amendment as well as uh, the Weapons Export Ban or Act. And I believe it's actually called the Arms Export Act. Um, so when the Contras were getting their drug operations running, how were we involved in it? And the, how we were involved in it is because with the weapons that were eventually uh, sold to Iran and the money that was gained from it, they had to continue to fund the Contras in the war that was going on in Nicaragua. So what they did, what the Reagan administration did, was used drugs to keep funding them. And there are some specific examples of this, like SECTO, which was a government contractor, of, uh, and the CIA handled that contract. And they were known to be shipping uh, drug traffickers in. And surprisingly, actually, John Kerry was the one who uh, used them as uh, a direct correspondence with the CIA 
when he headed up the investigation of drugs being brought into the United States. And, uh, and with that, uh, weapons actually left the United States and uh, went to go support the Contras, as well as other groups, not just the Contras, but in this specific example, it's the Contras, and they came back with cocaine. And this was CIA contractors. And the people inside the secto, which was the contractors, the people flying were known drug traffickers. And this is well known. Well, these days it's well known. And this is not a controversy anymore. This is fact. They do, they shipped... The United States government shipped out weapons and brought back cocaine. The interesting part, actually, is... Um, the person who blew off this entire investigate, the top off this investigation, which was Gary Webb. And the, what is so important about him is that when this was a huge controversy, he was exiled uh, from the journalist community. He lost his job. Um, he, before he was killed, he was, uh, he was tell he, he was reporting that he was getting calls that the CIA threatened him, brought him in, threatened him. People showed up to his house, and there's actually a movie about this. It was it's pretty good. I'll put a link up uh, so people know where it's a really good movie. So I'll put a link up so people know. Um, and he actually was on the case, and if people know who Rick Ross is, not the rapper. Um, Rick Ross, the actual, um, the actual, um, he's not anymore. He served his time, but he was a drug, uh, you could call him a drug lord. He was a drug lord in, uh, Southern California in LA that was actually in, uh, correspondence with, uh, he didn't know that these people were the CIA, but, uh, Gary Webb was actually the person I believe that told him. And it was a key element in his case that the CIA was actually the one involved in helping uh, Rick Ross build that empire because the CIA needed the money to fly out and support the Contras against the Sandistas. And um, this is not no, this is not conspiracy. The Reagan administration actually released like a three-page uh, memo of uh, saying that it was actually important that the Sandy, the, the sorry, the Contras actually needed the money in order to carry out the war. They needed to sell drugs in order to make that money. The, that's not word for word, but it is along the lines of what was in that memo. Again, this is actually just part one. Um, I am going to make part two when I can. Uh, the article I have is on politified.com. goes pretty much uh, down the list of countries that we have been, uh, the United States has been involved in shipping drugs and in the narcotics scene. Um, 
This is actually going to be the end of part one. I am uh, I'm going to create a different uh, account. I've actually received, I almost have like 200 subscribers in almost a week. So this channel, I the voice for this channel seems like it's needed. So I will continue doing it. Um, and I'm going to create another Cowboy Hilly account. I'm going to link it. I'm not going to promote it um, except for maybe in my podcasts. Um, but that's pretty much it. Uh, I am with Loghouse News. And that'll go and just some brief facts and uh, other fun stuff that I actually enjoy doing. I enjoy doing this uh, this audio cast, but, you know, there's other simple stuff that I can push out a little bit faster than I can these. Um, with that, that it, this is the end of part one. Part two will be up as soon as I can. Uh, I want to encourage people like this uh, audio cast to subscribe. It helps grow the community and share. Uh, this is information I believe that we all need to be talking about and uh, getting accustomed to so we can go on to bigger problems. Because um, this is a, this really is the least of our problems, but it's all, it all relates to one another. Uh, again, this is Cowboy Hilly. Um, this is the end of this audio cast. I hope you all stay free out there because I will not go silently into the night. And this is the end of this transmission.